3: Sorry. Do you hate your job or does your job hate you? Sorry. Ah.
1: Sorry. I can't find the answer to the question I heard. Ah.
3: My career crisis.
1: I never thought about having kids. Not properly. I was never one of those women who went gaga over strangers' babies or said things like, my ovaries just went into overdrive. Having kids was something that was so far distant in my future that when 35 rolled around and I'd been with my husband for eight years, I was just suddenly pregnant and I suddenly had a baby and my life was turned upside down. And it's far from having righted itself. I'm afloat, but living a very different life than I had imagined. This is the bit where I meant to say how much richer and fulfilled I am, but I'm just knackered and a bit bewildered. Welcome to this episode of My Career Crisis. I'm Ruth Barnes, and we're tackling the dilemma that so many working mothers face. You can have it all. Thank you, second wave feminists. We love you and everything you did for us, but my God, is it actually true? Can you do it without killing yourself? Can you do it without bankrupting yourself? Our careers guidance guru Sue Ahern joins me. Sue, can we have it all? Easy answer, no. Well, well you no, know, that's not quite true. You can have it all, but you can't have it all
0: at the same time. You have to do it in stages and some of it's going to be crap. And That's it. And one tip, which I regularly uh, recommend to people, is will you stop buying women's magazines? (laughs) Sorry if you work in one. But I I think that really, if you want to feel inadequate, you you buy one of those. And they will tell you this lie
1: that you can run your own business, you can be entrepreneurial and not have sick on your jacket. It doesn't work. I'm I'm still trying to find a sick coloured jacket, actually. (laughs) That's the answer to many new mothers' crises, or kind of like a hummus-coloured one would probably work. Um, Our guest today is Simon. Hi, Sandra. Hello, hi. Thank you for coming on. Um, You are a solicitor. Yes. uh, Recently returned to full time work and you have a 14 month old little girl. Yes. Tell us about your crisis.
2: Well, um, it's really coming back after maternity leave. As you say, I've come back full time and I'm just struggling to make it all work. Um, I can make the job work if I don't see my daughter really during the week, or I can make home life work. If then I drop a few balls at work and, you know, leaving people in the office, everyone's working really, really hard, but I've got to go and then trying to pick up late at night and it's a constant juggling act and I just don't know if I can see it working long term. Um, It's, I think it's probably easier at the moment because she's so little. I think it will just get harder, you know, at the minute she can't say mummy don't go or stay with me <laughs> and she seems very happy in nursery um which she's at full time um but I think you know what am I going to do when she goes to school what am I going to do with school holidays I just I, don't, I haven't even thought fathomed how that can work or
1: were you like me when yeah. you had you you had a very set idea of kind of what you were going to be yeah. like having this baby and then right afterwards I'll just yeah. cope and everything will be fine
2: well i just i never i think until you have a baby you can't even fathom how much it's going to change your life or how you change and i in my head i thought i'll be back after 6 months i'll it'll be fine she'll just go to nursery that's it you know deal done just stay at work when i need to get you know work more from home a bit and
1: and like I it's a very solicitous yeah, exactly. kind of response to having a baby. Like, yeah. this is how it will be. Yeah. Nursery and everything yeah. will be fine. No I just, emotion. Yeah,
2: exactly. I just, I didn't, I, it's not that I was, I just didn't even think about how I'd feel, I suppose. And I came, I said I'd be off for six months and then it got to the point and I was like, I can't do it yet. I can't go back. Um, so I ended up with, I had nine months off. Um, I did shared parental leave with my husband, so he then had the balance of the year off, which was fab. For that, They had a, such a fab time and, you know, I, that was great and I'm really pleased we did that. And it, to be honest, it was a lot easier when he was off looking after her because I, I could stay in, in the office and I wasn't worried about her and if she was ill, there was no problem. He could take her to the doctor or he could... He just took care of everything, you know. Um, it's when we've both gone back to work full-time... And then you're juggling and, you know, when she, she's she been ill, you know, and then you sort of look at each other and you think, right, well, what do we do now? She's supposed to go to nursery. <laughs> That's what happens now. We go to work and she goes to nursery. And then when she can't go, you think, oh. Um, so it's been really tough. And obviously I work in quite um, a stressful environment just with the nature of the work it's a transactional um I work frontline with clients and things have to happen at certain times you know there is no sorry I'll deal with that tomorrow or I you know "I'll, I'll come back to that after the weekend just doesn't it doesn't happen like you have to deal with things um so that's that sort of adds a layer of stress to everything
1: what does your partner do
2: he um, works in health and safety, okay. so his job is more flexible than mine. Um, he can come and go slightly more. Um, so he does. He's basically responsible for drop-offs and pickups. And if she, my little girl was ill during the day, it would normally be him going to get her and things. So that does take her. At least I'm not as frontline as maybe a lot of mothers are um, with that type of thing. Then so that h- makes how me quite are you sad. feeling
1: about it? Yeah. just going to say that sounds. It really... does make me
2: quite sad because going to the nursery and things, and I've got friends with babies in the same nursery, and they say to me, "Well, oh, what do you think about this? Or have you thought what do you think about that person?" And this, I think I don't know. I don't know them. I've dropped her off probably ten times in the last four months. I've picked her up probably six times in the last four months. Mm. You know, and, I just yeah. I don't have that. I just don't know. It's um, so
1: hard, and it's she's there five days a week. Yes. with these people yeah. who are spending yeah. more time at the moment with your daughter. They do than, you than are. I do. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, which is really tough. I'm I'm pleased that she's very happy there. Which seems you know well from what I can tell. You know what my husband thinks. Then she is very happy, and I think one of the things is that I've thought I don't want to give up work completely. Like I definitely do I, I wouldn't want to be at home with her five days a week. I know that sounds, I don't mean that. No, I, don't I don't want to don't come either. across as a bad mother, but call. I wouldn't want, to, I wouldn't want to be at home. I think, I don't think that's the easy option. I there think are that's no bad really mothers on this tough. podcast we've all admitted that we're yeah. quite
1: happy yeah. spending the very little time with our kids. <laughs>
0: I think, I think that, that there is no right answer to this. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you are in the position where you can stay at home and look after your child and you're happy with that and your child's happy, fantastic. Yeah. If you're somebody who works part-time, that's good. It's, it's, uh, this idea that there is some kind of ideal is what I'd like to quash. There isn't. There, we we muddle through. That's what we yeah. do. And interestingly, because uh, I'm hearing quite a bit of guilt from what yeah. you're
2: saying. I do, I do feel guilty. I... Um, I feel that I'm leaving her a lot and that I don't have sort of day-to-day contact. Like I probably, m- busy weeks, I don't see her sort of three days a week at all. Um, and when on the days I do see her, I might see her for 10 minutes in the morning. If we're all running out. Do you know, it's it's not quality time that I then get to spend with her.
0: And And I can't say that what you feel is wrong because it's what you feel, yeah. okay? But let's look at this in a, with a different perspective. It's only actually quite recently that there's been this idea of a woman staying at home. It's a sort of quite middle class thing that happened, started happening in the, the 40s and 50s. I come from quite a working class family, and my mum had to work all the time. She just had to. And you know, we've all grown up fairly okay. Um, But it's this idea that there's some kind of idealised view of this. And if that's what you want to do, that's absolutely fine. But it is quite idealised. Personally, like you, and and I'm not guilty about this at all, uh, because I've got hindsight to look at now. Um, But I... If I'd stayed at home all day, all day with my children, I think I probably would have caused them harm because I would have been so bored. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I was freelance, so I could sort of work round that. And But you've hit on something very interesting. I think it's actually when they're small that... It, I know it's emotionally very upsetting, but actually you wait till they're 12 and 13, they need you more then. Yeah. And I've often thought if you could sort of spread out maternity leave and maybe take it when they were teenagers, it would probably be better. Yeah especially when they transition into secondary school and stuff like that, she'll stay where she's put now.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
0: there will come that day when she says, Mummy, why can't I stay at home with you? And just be prepared for it because it will happen. And she might even get upset, but you know what? She'll get over it. Yeah. My kids can't remember anything now. They're grown up. They they can't actually remember any of that. On another political level, I, I really think that companies should be more interested in the whole concept of flexible working mm. i have a theory that if family comes first with everybody who works for you work doesn't have to come second and in fact your workforce is happier and more secure because they've got a better balance mm. um i mean would you consider working part-time
2: i can at the work minute part-time? yeah i um there are a couple of people that do um as a because of the type of work I do, um, as I say, it's transactional, so things have to happen at certain times. So say I didn't work on a Friday, if something came in on a Thursday night, I couldn't say to my clients, right, well, I'll look at that on Monday morning. It just, no, it, it can't be. So you'd either have to hand it over to someone else, um, which wouldn't be unthinkable, but everyone's very busy and very pressurised and clients don't always like that. You know, they want... They feel like they've been Continuity. handed from, exactly. To post. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe it's to take um, a step back from front line. It doesn't have to be a step back. It can be
0: a step yeah. sideways.
2: I, do, I don't. I haven't seen it work. I think the people that work part time that I come across and you know that I work with, I think that they've. I don't think they're progressing on the career. That my perspective is, you know, and it may be wrong if I. I don't know. I don't talk to them about it directly so you know i can't but my perspective i don't think that they're wanting to progress their careers
0: yeah but and and for you you're saying you do want to progress i think that's
2: to be honest i don't i know this i can't work this hard and not be progressing i think what's the point like if i'm and i think that's what i'm worried about the minute that i'm working this hard but i'm still not smashing it at work and progressing and and But I'm not having a great family life either. I think I'm just losing on both instances. And I don't think... I'm not willing to work this hard and not be progressing. I just think, what's the
1: point? And also, you've got a 14-month-old baby. Like, how you could be working that hard and smashing it, as you say, is beyond me. (laughs) Well, I was crying a lot when my daughter was 14 (laughs) months old. Um, I I mean, what about job sharing? Is that something that solicitors do? Or is it...
2: I've never come across it. If you could find someone that... You could, so you worked a full-time week and you maybe split it in two. I think it would be finding that person. I've never come across it mm. in my line of work. I don't, I don't know. I think they... if
0: you're doing any kind um, of client-facing job, clients yeah. expect coverage if they're paying yeah. money. They expect yeah. to talk to somebody on a five-day-a-week basis. So what we so job share actually works better in client facing jobs rather than a job that you can just do discreetly for 3 days a week yeah so client so job share i think is is a way to go just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean to say no. it can't be also i think if a company because this is becoming much more fashionable now and companies like to feel they're at the forefront of stuff mm-hmm. do you have an hr
2: department we do, yes.
0: I mean, it might be worth going to them because there might be other women who are thinking of having children yeah. and saying, because the key is that the two of you, right right at the beginning, I've set up job shares, and right at the the, the beginning, you work out all the things that could go wrong. You don't leave it to chance. Mm. And you also work out, for example, what happens if one of you wants to go back to full time or one of you wants to leave. So you have yeah. all those conversations right up front. Yeah, HR might be interested in, in it as, as a project. So the other alternative is not to do client facing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way you could do three days a week. Now, the trouble is, it's how you envision yourself. And obviously you are ambitious, you want to get on. All of that is is good. Um, and it's what you want to do, which is the most important thing. But don't think of it as having, um, we've said this so many times on the podcast, as this is the way my life must be for now on. Mm. So if you decided to do three days a week, um, it doesn't have to be forever. No, it has to be for a period of time. Yeah. Um. So I make this decision. I do. You may do three days a week and think, oh, my life is now wonderful. Why? Why would I ever go back to doing full time? Lots of evidence shows that people who work part time are much happier.
2: Yeah.
0: Also, they get a perspective on the job, which is it's a job. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the in it and you're in it full time, you get eaten up with this promotion thing, yeah. and I've got to be doing this at this stage. Um, I think you should try and I'd have a conversation with HR about it.
1: I talk to other people who do job shares. There's quite a few websites that will okay. help with this. I'm just about to jump in with a yeah. website. Actually, there's one called furtherandmore.com, okay. which is a job sharing specialist website. And I don't know about you, but I always imagine job shares to be quite low mm-hmm. down the ladder because right. they're easier to do. And yeah. that is so wrong. Yeah. And it's and just in doing a bit of research for this episode, Further and More looks great. There's a parliamentary officer role on this website going for a job share. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's they're going for those kind of highly skilled professionals uh, roles and I think you can you can sign up and and put yourself out there and have a look at vacancies and stuff. I mean it could be that like Sue said, just because it's never been done yeah. in your office you yeah. know that it's not a thing it yeah. might be and it's about finding that person that you you guys can yin and yang each other and mm. make it work and then what you do
0: as you start with a new client you both go to that first meeting and you yes. say we are your lawyers mm. yeah um it, it, whatever happens we will be able to deal with your problems but it might be me or it might be this other person
2: because yeah. to be honest my work have been absolutely fantastic with me coming back as in in themselves they've let me do um you know change my hours slightly and and um, uh, they, you know, work one day from home. So that's all, you know, I did a flexible working application and that was accepted, no problem. And, you know, everyone is, is very supportive. So it's not as if someone has stood over me saying, you have to stay here till this time. It's not, it's completely
3: self-imposed,
2: yes. but it's what I need to do in order to get the job done. That's what I, you know, There's a, my manager is not kind of standing (laughs) over me, wanting me to stay or saying, no, you can't go home yet, you have to do this. Um, I can come and go as I please. But it's what I need to actually do to get the job done doesn't seem to be conducive to, you know, everyone works very long hours everyone is in the office till all working from it. home it's or- like
1: if you could be the person dropping your daughter off and picking yeah. her up every day it would make working full-time yeah. sweet because you'd know yeah. well i'm gonna spend evening you know we're gonna have dinner yes. together yeah. and i can put her to bed yeah. it's, it's things like that mm. that just make all the difference and you'd yeah. you'd be fine working full-time then yeah. actually but it's the fact that you're missing out whole days with yeah. her because of this you did mention in your email about a potential job change have you looked into yes. that a bit
2: more well i'm just thinking cuz to be honest I, I i haven't thought about a job share so that is something i will need to go away and think about um i just i really don't think that it's my company that is the issue with in my instance you know i think i really like the people i work with i like the clients i like um you know the company i just i don't think the job is conducive mm. To having time at home that's not snatched bits here and there or you know going sort of a whole day and think right well I'm just going to write off this day and not see her at all. Um, everyone's working really hard it's not as if I'm the only one that has to do this everyone is completely working so hard. Um, so I kind of feel that almost going to another law firm would actually might be worse because i don't know the people i don't have history with them i haven't proved myself already to them you know i don't know the clients i don't it, it would, it would just almost work. like out of the frying pan into the fire well, that's
0: why i think it's a good idea to try and carve a new niche in the existing yeah. Yeah. You, you've used some really interesting words you've said um uh I, my company are marvelous and they do sound really yeah, good they are really, really um, good. and you know i'm very grateful that they've done that and and you, yes you should be but hang on a minute They don't make those decisions unless they make business sense. Yeah. Right. So how long have you worked for them?
2: Uh, About five years. Right.
0: So they have five years investment in you. Yeah. You leave, that walks out the door. Mm. So, I mean, it's not, I'm very pleased when companies do these things, but I think we've got to drop the gratitude a bit. You know, right, it's yeah. two way because it, it changes your relationship with your employer. You know, oh, aren't I lucky that my employer's not? No, that's a good business decision as far as they're concerned, mm. because they're keeping all that investment they've made in you and all that accumulated wisdom that you've got in your head. Mm. They're keeping that in house. Stupid companies don't value that and let people walk. Yeah. With you, they recognise that they've mm. got someone who's very good. So no way do i want you to leave that company because they sound a fantastic company but if that job isn't what you need at the moment and and i stress the the words at the moment because that could change then let's look let's think a bit more laterally about what other contribution you can make to that company that would also suit Mm. you
2: yeah yeah
0: and it might not be the client facing bit now it might be that you really love the client-facing bit, you see, and this is where I say we can't have everything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't.
2: Sometimes I do. I think it's the best and the worst bit to some extent. It can be the best, you know, and you get most out of it, and then also it can be one of the most stressful bits, you know, trying to please everyone. But people
0: and... will say, you know, oh, if I work three days, it means I'm going to have a drop in income. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you've got to just work out what your priorities are. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this idea that we can have this job, which is really not that taxing, and we can earn a very good salary, and we can work part-time, you know, something mm. something's going to have to give. Yeah. And we have to make decisions about our lifestyle, what yeah. we want most.
1: I think the gratitude thing is, is a big, big thing for women coming back from maternity leave, because I think you just feel so happy to be having adult conversations yeah, again yeah you just feel so delighted that people are taking you seriously when you've just spent a year kind of failing at trying to yeah. be a new mum <laughs> which is what I was doing um so you just feel you, you're kind of giddy with that in yeah. a way aren't you yeah and then this idea that they're kind of doing you all sorts of favors is, yeah. is really not that mm. you almost have to switch it around in your brain but also maybe make them an offer I mean I feel like sometimes yeah. we don't take the you know, we don't take the power into our hands and all those things, Sue's just detailed, which is why you've got power. Yeah. And to actually go to them with an organized plan rather than just like, I just don't know. Yeah. And I'm, I just want to see my kid. But yeah. it's not that. It's this. This is no. what's going to work for me yeah, now. No, you don't make an emotional
0: p- appeal. You make it it's all about a, them. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, yes yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, a word here for those people. Who, I mean, it sounds like you've come back and what i like from what you're saying is you know you're not um, trying to do less work for the money no, no. you're 100% commitment and i i would put in a plea here for those people for example maybe who don't have children but who have a life and I think it's really important certainly as a manager that I make sure that people are treated equally I mean it's great when uh, people with families for example go to sports day and you know they have flexible working arrangements but I think sometimes what companies do is they forget other people who are not in that situation and that can cause a lot of resentment as well I mean that's certainly not the case in well definitely
2: but I I mean But I said, you know, talking to other people about, you know, one day working from home, etc. And I I think, you know, it's getting, it's more and more prevalent, you know, for everyone. And as you say, I say, it shouldn't just be, I shouldn't just get to do it because I'm a mother, you know, because I've got a child. Anyone should that just doesn't want to have to commute one day or because they want to get a dog or, or any, just because they decide that that would make their life a bit better Doesn't a, it a lot of be.
0: it companies um because they can because of the nature of the work have pioneered working from home yeah. but again this is not an altruistic decision this is about the fact that you don't have to pay for an office yeah, for them
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: also usually when people work at home even if they work fewer hours they're more productive yeah they don't commute yeah. So they get down to it. And I. they would often, OK, you might go and pick your daughter up from nursery and have some time with her before she goes to bed. You probably then log yeah, on again in the yeah, evening yeah. and do a bit more work. Yeah. So it's in a company's interest, and I work with companies a lot around this, to if they make people's life a bit easier, they usually are more productive.
2: Yeah,
0: I, It's a no-brainer for me. I don't know why more companies don't think about it.
3: My career crisis. My career crisis.
1: We had an email from Nosheen, who has a slightly different situation from you, but I thought the kind of the, the way her where her head is at is very interesting. Um she has a four-year-old and a two-year-old, um, took maternity leave for both, has a very supportive job. Three days a week she works, has supportive family around, who help with, you know, nursery runs and all sorts. She just doesn't want to be working. She just mm-hmm. actually is over it. And she just we, we actually had a chat on the phone and she said. I thought, you know, when I had both my kids that I'd be raring to go going back to work and I actually just don't want to be working but that just goes down like a lead balloon and also they can't afford for her not to work. Both her and her partner bring in very specific amounts of money which they need. Um, So for her it's about trying to... Trying to to balance all of this because of the role, the three day a week role she works at the moment isn't really three days a week as well. She does like the work, but it's not quite that. It involves managing people and clients, a bit like you. Mm-hmm. You're expected to be. Yeah. Then, if an email pops in on a day you're not working, you kind of have to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, my daughter's actually got to a point where she says to me,
3: Mummy, don't look at your
1: phone yeah. <laughs> on days when I'm yeah, with her, you know, and the guilt is like a knife in my yeah. heart. But I continue to look at my phone, of course, because I have a business to run, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it's an interesting, the, the, the back, going back to the topic of this episode, you know, you can't have it all. I think some women also just when they become a mum, just go, you know, what? actually, I don't want to spend time away from you doing that. Yeah. that that's a big deal. I think. And if it you just, can afford it. Fine. Fine yeah. But the
0: key in, in that email for me is she. they can't afford
1: for her no, not to work. Yeah. No. And actually, what I did say to her was I think a lot of us get very stuck in this tunnel of where you are at now. And I remember what it's like, I mean, you know, when you've got a 14 month old, you sort of feel like you're in this eternal tunnel of what, what what life is like. And this is it now. And it's not. It changes It changes all, all the, time, the time, all the time. Yeah. And, you know, there will be a time for nosheen when her two kids are going to be in school and things will take a very different turn. All those nursery fees are going to go go away, they could rethink the budget of the household and actually maybe she could say now is when I stop working, now is when I do something for myself, when I set up a business or whatever. I mean
0: you can do anything but what you've got to realise is there are always consequences things are not consequence free so if you decided you'd stay at home, that's absolutely your choice, fair enough, but it would would mean that your finances would take a huge hit and are you prepared to put up with the stress that that will cause because that's a different kind of stress. Now um, and again, going back to Sandra's point it might be the type of job she's doing for three days that needs tweaking but there's a a famous um i don't know people probably have heard of it before maslow's hierarchy of needs have you ever heard about this it's a sort of diagram in when you do psychology and it's sort of like a triangle and it talks about your needs and, and the hierarchy of needs and at the bottom one the most important thing is food and shelter Right. So if you've got food and shelter, you can then move on to something else. And at the top of the pyramid is sort of self actualization But unless you've got food and shelter sorted out, unless you can pay your mortgage and you're not terrified when a gas bill comes in and you've got shoes for the kids, it's really difficult to get to self actualization and, and but your point, um, I think, Ruth, about this is not forever You know, there'll be a different set of challenges. It's not going to get easier, but it will just get different. Um, And what I would say is uh, children are small for actually not that long. Even if you think 18 years, you think, oh, my God, that's a long time. No, it's not. It goes by in the blink of an eye. And I have so many friends now whose kids are up and grown and who do not know who they are because they stayed at home to look after their children. For some of them, it's worked beautifully and they've got a wonderful life and they're happy doing it. A lot of others are thinking, so I'm not. I'm still someone's mum, but I don't have to look after them anymore. I'm still someone's what but what else am I? You know? We get satisfaction not just from our kids and not just from our work, our friendships, our hobbies, our political affiliations. All of that feeds into your sense of fulfilment. For a period, you might only have to be able to focus on two or three of those, mm. but it'll only be for a period and then your life will change again. But also, just a word about guilt. Oh, God, what use is it?
2: I know, that's it. It doesn't do it, yeah. It's a useless emotion. (laughs) I think the key
0: is to be present wherever you are. Yeah. Right, so when I'm at work, I have to be present. I can't think uh, personally about my child. First of all, it's distracting, and it's not doing her any good or him any good. So I just focus on what I'm doing, and then when I'm with them, I focus on them. Yeah. And I know that sounds a bit glib, but it got me through um, you know, it might it might be a thing to think about.
2: Yeah, I think definitely, and it's, it's trying, when I am with her, to try and get away from my phone and, you know, we are very contactable and, you know, I am constantly replying to emails and things, um, which is why I was reluctant to go to four days, say, because I'd feel that I'd end up working five. Yes. You know, I would take calls on that day. I would reply to emails on that day. Um, and I kind of thought, well, there's no, Point, I may as well just be full time and not have the.
0: Paper. Are you doing four days now? Can you no, do one day at home? So
2: I can do one day at home now, um, which so I did last week, which was great. Um, for the three weeks before that, I didn't do any days at home, and that was self imposed because I needed to be in the office for various reasons. You know, it was, I just felt I was too busy. Um, and it just, for the, my own way of working, I was like, I just thought I need to be in the office. Um, but no one was standing over me saying, you have to come in today. What's happening? But that's
0: another interesting question, isn't it? Because I think a lot of these dilemmas are about what we impose on ourselves, mm. not what on other people. So, you know, what's the difference where you're working?
2: Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's the people, though, you know, um, to talk about, you know, if there are certain issues on things, to be able to pop into someone's office and say, what do you think about this? Um, it's having the support staff there, you know, if I'm producing documents or things. Than I need,
0: but now when you think of the technology that we've got, there really shouldn't be a, yeah a, a problem with you saying, and it might not even have to be the same day every week. But if there was one day a week where you didn't make that commute, yeah, where you could drop off and pick up, that would make your life a lot yes. easier.
2: Yes, and yeah. that is the ultimate aim, you know. Mm. And that's I, and I have done that on a number of weeks. Um, it's just recently it hasn't been happening every week, and I, I think I need to be more. Um, Determined with myself. Yes. And to do that.
0: Maybe that's your objective then. Yeah. You know, the short-term objective is I'm going to work at home yeah. because you've got all that support from work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make impose it on myself yeah. that but I'm going happened. to work one day. Just the stress of not
1: commuting would help. Yeah, you. totally. Yeah. And do you have good in-office communication technologies like Zoom and Slack and things like that that make it very easy to contact colleagues I've, if you're not? I've
2: never heard of Zoom or Slack mm-hmm. to
0: be honest. Oh, oh right. We talk. I feel like there's a tutorial
1: coming up. No, but yeah. I just, like, they're apps yeah. and they yeah. are so.
0: Do you want to say a few? Well, words Well, they're about
1: really them? easy. I mean. You know, it's I, I. I run a business and we don't have an office, so okay. there's about four or five of us now, kind of freelancers floating in and out. And we have a, we have days when we are working at home and we just contact each other via Zoom, which is this great. Um, it's a sort of a plug-in for your computer. Okay, and it just it divides your screen into four sort of video cameras and you're all just there with your headphones on having a chat and you can mute you can mute when you're not talking and you can you know everyone has their their say and it's really easy you can see who's online and you okay. organize a meeting and you invite people to the meeting and the meetings at one o'clock but you're just doing it that way instead of in the office um, and also slack is excellent as well slack for, in real time is very good slack is really good and you, you set up a slack channel for whatever project it is you're working on so it'll be you plus that person who's yep. who normally you'd be popping your head into the yep. office and you're just there and you can see them online and the message will pop up on their computer they get a notification as they're working and it's you know here yeah. i am sandra okay. says did you see that because often it is just you going yep. what do you make of that then yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to give up that precious day of working from home yeah when actually you could instigate i mean some of these things might be Things that office wide, they need to actually think yeah. about using some of these to help people who yeah. are working that day from yeah. home. But it's good. they're all free, and I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there's a pro version they can get for nothing. Um, and actually, it would it would help everyone, especially yeah. people like you.
0: Especially, yeah, you really know, just if you're thinking of something on the train, or you know, it doesn't have to be people taking one day a week. Um, Slack is used by lots of people who are in and out of the office, so it's not like they're doing it specially for you. But no. it's actually a good add-on mm. uh, for people who work. Yeah, mm. you know. So oh, now is the yeah. is the best time in terms of technology yeah. that we've ever had to enable flexible working, which is again why I don't understand why companies don't do more mm. of it.
1: Are law firms quite old school then? Are they still kind of printing they out can loads of documents? Be. Yeah, <laughs> we're,
2: we're, we are supposed to be paperless, but there is a lot of paper flying around. Um, but I think we are, we're moving more and more in the direction of flexible working, you know, sort of hot, de- hot desk, agile working things it's going in that direction um i'd say it is reasonably old school um but you could be at the industry, forefront but... of this yeah this
0: yeah. is actually quite a little um feather in your cap in terms of pushing new technology and stuff mm. like that just introducing it yeah. you know doing a bit of research sort of explaining how it works i'm sure once you start
1: using things like slack and zoom you don't go back no you no, they do you don't. They sound really interesting. Yeah. They are, they're know. great. They're the kind of thing that are a bit, I was very slow at Slack. And then when I finally got my head around it, I was like,
3: this is great.
1: <laughs> it's on your phone. It's on your computer. Yeah. Everything's linked up. It's it's really, really yeah. good. So maybe that could be, yeah. like Sue was saying, don't have a too long-term objective right no. now because you're still in the tunnel of the very small baby. Mm. And just give yourself that day. They've agreed yeah. to that day. Yes, Why? Well, yeah. Let's make that the objective, claim yeah. that day, because that's just wonderful. And you mm. can be there in the morning and be there for her tea, and it's just such yeah. a special...
2: Yeah, definitely. I, ju- I, I think I've got a, an, a kind of a fear that the type of job it is, though, I'm just not sure it's going to work long term. So I am now also thinking, you know, could I do something else? Could I have a career change that may be still working full time or job share or something but
0: don't throw the baby out with the bathwater yeah i'm not see. sure that's the most <laughs> thing know, to yeah. say. but but um because you've got um expertise status yeah. you've built up all of this yeah. stuff so if we can work within the parameters you have at the moment it would be good but i think the key is it's client facing if you do a client facing job it's more difficult not to work full-time yeah so maybe there's a is would there be a job within the company that wasn't so client focused
2: I don't know is the answer to that question. Right. I don't know. I, yeah, everyone I work directly with is very client facing.
0: I'm I'm a great one for giving people solutions, not problems. Yeah. So I've identified I have a problem here. What could be the solution for me? Trying to work out all the little wrinkles and then going yeah. and making a case. Yeah. As Ruth says, if you just go in and say, "Oh, well, I'm really unhappy," it's another problem for them to solve. Yeah.
1: Is there Where, anyone yeah. you can talk to confidentially in that you could sort of take into your? confidence and, and say to them what's going on and that you're thinking about someone who might have expertise across mm. other I don't think
2: so to be honest I think not because I don't think it would be confidential not for, I don't mean that in a bad way but you know people speak amongst each other you know and I, I don't think if I took someone into my confidence that especially someone reasonably senior that they would feel comfortable not telling their partners, you know, their colleagues there.
0: Is there um, a a women's solicitors network?
2: There is. Because
0: I'm wondering if you joined that network and said... Anybody else out there yeah. got this issue? Yeah. How have you dealt with it? Because you are a trained lawyer. You don't want to lose that. No. You just want a, a change. And it's probably something you would absolutely want to come back to yeah. full time. So I'm just wondering if we could sort of find some um, legal women's networks that you could tap into.
2: There definitely are, to be honest. I, th- I may even be a member of them. I think the Law <laughs> Society, there's a women's network, but I've never really engaged with it at
1: all. I think that, you, you know? need to harness the power yeah. of the women's network yeah. because I've done it in the last few years of my career with um with radio and stuff and it's wonderful it's a great place to be and you'll just hear the same the same kind of voice and you'll really be able to connect with them and it'd be great place to say hey anyone fancy a job share (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
0: (laughs) that's what i think but you you know there are women who've been through these problems and have found their own ways to solve them yeah i'm a great one for not reinventing the wheel if someone else is out there who can give you some advice that might
1: be really worth investigating definitely
2: yeah, no, I completely agree.
1: So, just <laughs> what more is there to say, Sandra? How did that sound? Does that sound okay?
2: No, it sounds great. Yeah. It sounds great. I think I've got to try and take the emotion out of it because I think at the minute I'm just sort of, oh, I don't really like what's going on and I'm feeling a bit out of control with it, you know. And But I think I've got to try and sit down and logically think, right, okay, well, I'm not happy with what's happening now. How do I make the change and i think i've got to be more proactive i Mm. think um to put as you say a business case together if that's what i want to do to change my hours or to you know change the number of days i'm working or job share or anything no one's no one's going to hand it to me on a plate and say this is your miracle (laughs) answer to all your problems if Mm. you do this then everything will be fine i think i've got to you're on a hamster wheel at the moment aren't you yeah.
0: yeah and and it's very difficult to give that some headspace, yeah, but as far as the guilt's concerned, really, I mean she'll be fine.
2: yes, she will
0: be. you'll miss out, but I've always then... taken the view that um my children were the most important. If they were happy, okay, I missed the fact that she took her first steps, mm. but nobody died. no, and they grew up and they were happy. yeah, so um but for some women, it's really important that they are there then. Mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that in, in any way is wrong. I just think, you know, they grew up and they were happy and that's the best thing I can say.
2: Yeah, that's it. And I've got to, I think, stop comparing myself and our family to other families and oh, friends because have to. we are our own little unit and as long as we're happy you know, and we're getting on and we're making it work. Oh, if you think I've it's bad now, about. wait
0: till she starts going to school. I know. And, you know, you're like, oh, what, what secondary school are they going to? And have oh, you put her in for the 11 plus? And, and, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and if you want to feel intimidated and inadequate, that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and your husband have to make the right decision for your daughter yeah. and not listen to anybody else. No. It's interesting to hear what people have got to yeah. say, but don't feel guilty and take that all on board. You're different.
1: And when people are talking like that, just smile and look mysterious. That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's don't even good, engage. Good just go, mm. yeah. Just, <laughs> And that's it. And they'll think, God, what secret has she got? Yeah. <laughs> She's got the answer to it all. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on oh, well, thank you for and having sharing me. your crisis. Um, we'd like to reach out to any bosses out there um, having a tough time with hiring and firing. Do you want to ask an anonymous question of Sue? Do get in touch with us via at MyCareerCrisis on Twitter or info at chalkandblade.com. That's how you get in touch. That's how you come on the show. We'd love to hear your crisis. My. Career Crisis is a Chalk and Blade and Rosina Sound production. We'll be back with more soon.
3: My My Career Crisis. Hold up. What was that?